Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. <sighs> Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I talk to my mum, Susan, to find out her thoughts and feelings about her beloved Geelong Cats across the 2022 AFL season. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Hello footy fans. Hello, mother. Oh, it didn't even ring. Just, oh, just answered. I was, well, I was sitting here, and I did. it did ring from my end, but oh, okay. probably hadn't um, caught on at your end. And I thought maybe your adrenaline was, was so... Uh, kicked up a notch that you um, heard it before it even rang. I'm sitting here uh, drinking my tea in the sunshine oh. and uh, just in the second bedroom having a lovely rest, Think, looking at my diary for the week and thinking, okay, it's all right, not uh-huh. much to do. You sound quite <laughs> relaxed. You sound very at I'm peace. I'm tired. I, I am see. tired, Catherine. <laughs> I've had a huge weekend so far, mm-hmm. and I watched a whole game again today. You rewatched a game of this, yesterday's game. I see. Does that <laughs> indicate? I didn't see much yesterday. Yes. So that indicates you did not. You didn't see much yesterday. No. Okay. No, I, I, I was um, walking the backyard, looking at the stars. Uh-huh. Um, took Eddie for another walk. Yeah. At half time, uh-huh. didn't get back till probably halfway through the third quarter. Okay, well, don't give it away. Don't give it away because we've got we've, – we'll, we'll talk about the last couple of games oh. and then we'll get into okay. the most exciting oh, game. Okay. I can't even remember the last game. I know. So well, I'll remind you. Remind me. We can just do a little recap. So, recap. Um, oh, happy Father's Day. Very oh, important. Yes. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and would-be fathers and those – who are caring people in the community. Happy oh, Father's Day. Lovely. Um, well, I thought we might start with um, Geelong versus the GC Suns in the Gold Coast. Is that what Gold you say? Coast. Do you say GC Suns? No, I say Gold Coast Suns. You okay. say, okay. Yeah. Against yeah. Uh, the Gold Coast Suns. I'll just cut mm-hmm. that bit out. Uh, it was a win, Geelong, to, Geelong won um, 119 to 59, so a huge win. Huge win, yes. Yeah. Poor old uh, Gold Coast Suns didn't know what hit them, really. Oh. Um, they just weren't at the, at the same level as Geelong, unfortunately. And, uh, look, they're getting, they're getting there. They've had a, a fairly reasonable season. Okay. Um, and they just, yes, it's just that, you know, they don't have um, the experience or the longevity uh, to be able to win against a, t- a team as experienced as Geelong at and, this stage yeah. of their young lives. And you know Geelong is top of the ladder. So. They are top of the ladder. They finished the season at the very top of the AFL ladder. Uh, I think two games ahead at the end, but we haven't got to that stage okay. yet, have we? No, we're not there yet. I'll <laughs> let you know when we're there. Uh, so the next game, 20th of August, Geelong versus the WC Eagles. I'm just kidding. The West Coast Eagles <laughs> in Geelong. Another yes. thrashing. It was another thrashing. It was at the last home game for the year, and it was uh, in the afternoon, I think. 
Um, late afternoon, early evening, and uh, yes, another big win for Geelong in that game, and um, a good way of finishing off the season. Yeah. Um, in Geelong, with all the fans there, it was pretty full. Yeah. And um, we had a big win, so that was lovely. It was yeah. uh, 131 to 46, so a oh, huge win. Oh, I'd forgotten just how big the margin was. It yeah. was huge. Yeah. And they just didn't have any answers. They, you know, not only was Geelong playing at home, but, you know, again, for some reason, which I don't understand, West Coast, who have been a very good team in the past, were very poor. Mm. And, um, they, yeah, just didn't know again. It was just completely one-sided. Although the first quarter wasn't so, as I recall, the first quarter wasn't all that one-sided. Geelong takes, you know, probably 20 minutes to get themselves organised yeah. and gives the other team a bit of a look-in and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they turn on the the speed and the strength and the, everything else. And, yes, so poor old West Coast. And it was disappointing because one of our former team, um, Tim, Kelly, who mm-hmm. came to us from Perth yeah. and who played with us in Geelong for two years and who was one of my favourite players, mm-hmm. um, wanted to return to Perth. Fair enough, his family's all from there, his partner's family are all from there and three little children, so I could kind of understand that need. But since he's returned to the West Coast, he just hasn't been the same player at all oh. that he was with Geelong. Oh. don't know why. I don't know what's going on there, but... He was fantastic for us. He even, you know, did very well in the Brownlow Medal, and which is the best and fairest player for the whole competition. He did very well. So I don't. I think he might have even been in All Australian uh, team at that year. Right. But then he went back to the West Coast, and everything kind of dissipated for well, him. It's nice that you're concerned about that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it just shows perhaps a difference in team play or something. Mm. Um, maybe I look. I don't even like to guess what goes on in teams as to why that would be the case. Mum, if we weren't guessing, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. So I think it's important that we keep guessing. And yes. <laughs> yes. Just keep on guessing. Yeah. Um, we can come up with all sorts of little possibilities, but yeah. we won't really okay. ever know. <laughs> now, it was one of these two games that you took on a new uh, moniker, uh, a new nickname, uh, The Librarian. Oh, it wasn't one of those games. I think it was the game before Gold Coast because what happened? Um, it wasn't the West Coast game uh, and which, and the Gold Coast game was in uh, in Queensland. So mm. it must have been the game before that, oh. which was... So we must have missed a game. That was Geelong versus um, St Kilda, which, you know, we also oh, thrashed them. That's so. right. It was St Kilda. Oh, my goodness. Catherine, that was the most terrible game. Oh. And um, it, it was at home. It was um, in front of, you know, a, full, a very full stadium. Your sister, my football buddy, has been missing in action yeah. um, over the last few weeks. And I was there on my own. And this dreadful family <laughs> <laughs> came and sat behind us. I have never been so frustrated as listening to these people. I look I'd almost forgotten about now you've reminded me. Oh, I'm getting the excellent. I'm getting the um flutters the all feelings. over again of how terrible it all was. Hmm. The um the woman of the family, the the parent who was supposed to be an adult, was just appalling in her behaviour and she was abusing everybody around and we weren't 
good enough fans. We we obviously were pathetic because we could only afford the cheap seats Aww. and we didn't barrack loudly enough and she went on and on and on. And in the end, I called, started calling over security to see what we could do about removing this uh-huh. said person from the area, but nothing really helped. And in the end, and, and the, the worst part of it, Catherine, the worst part of it <laughs> yeah. was that we was, I was sitting next to these dear little girls who must have been all of, one would have been 10, the other one would have been about five, and this woman was castigating them. She was berating them and their parents because they had dared to turn around and look at her. And it was just awful. It was just awful. I have never been so angry at a game in my life about the behaviour of one of the people around us. And at what point did you get your new nickname, The Librarian? Well, (laughs) at half-time, the um, security people had already realised there was something going on in our area and they had asked for one of the members of the stadium, one of the, um, I don't know, organisers to come and speak to this person. And she was telling this woman that, no, she had done nothing wrong, that the father of this, this these children had abused her. Oh. And she said, and, of course, the librarian in front mm. of me, she was siding with him. And, of course, all I had said to her is, please stop. Please. I thought maybe you had lowered your glasses and said, shh. Well, possibly. No, I didn't lower my glasses, but I might have looked at her over the top of my glasses. Yeah. And I said, please stop doing what you're doing. You know, it's really upsetting people. And that was enough. So I got the, I got, and of course, all the way through then the second half, then after the uh, the other person, the um, stadium person had left, it, the, the behaviour had improved a little. It improved. She quietened down. Um, and the, the, the other thing was they were absolutely screaming at the top of their lungs and and it was just appalling. It was just awful, awful. Mm-hmm. I have never been. I was just ready to leave. I was really ready to leave. I so I'm assuming of, you wrote a letter about it? I did. Yeah. I wrote a letter <laughs> to the um, Geelong Football Club yep. and said how upset I was by the behaviour of these people behind me, gave them the, the seat numbers because I said, you know, I have never had such appalling behaviour at the football and it's beginning to, it's, it's making me wonder whether I really want to continue coming. And they, it got back to me, Catherine, no kidding. I got an email back to them within two hours oh. from them. Uh-huh. They e- they emailed me a response to my complaint yeah. almost immediately, and said that they had passed on my complaint to the stadium management, mm-hmm. and they were very sorry that I'd had to experience this, and the people that had been um, affected by the abuse had experiences, and that uh, we could text any time the. Um, Antisocial behaviour. There's a behavioural text that you can send if there's disruption in the crowd. You send this text to a number. And that's what I had asked them. I said it would be good if you had displayed the number that people can contact security by phone on the board at all times so that because I didn't know what the number was and they had displayed it at some stage during the afternoon but you know you don't take much notice of it until you need it and then it's not there yeah so he gave me the number and now I had now have it in my phone excellent and I will not hesitate to use it in future and you could sign off every message from the librarian 
No, I won't call myself that. I thought it was most unfair. Oh, I see. But that was the level of, you know, it was year nine stuff, Catherine. Oh, okay. Year nine stuff. Oh, I totally understand. Yeah. No, yeah. Really. Now, this, this person had never got out of high school. Now, before we get to the, Ge- the Geelong Collingwood game, which is yep. probably um, the event of the season, yes. uh, here's a question from the crowd. Oh, good. Um, look, I had many text messages concerned for your welfare yesterday, Mum, um, <laughs> and people asking me today also. Uh, people are very <laughs> interested to hear how you're going. Um, but this question is from John O'Chi. Um, many, right. many questions asked from Glenroy. Um, he sent through about six questions. Um, so I, I'll measure them out as well, needed. Thank you, John, for being so concerned about my welfare. <laughs> it is a very kind of you, John O'Chi yeah. from Glenroy. <laughs> he says, um, if Geelong Football Club were a condiment, what would it be? Salt. You're very, you're very sure about that, Mum. Can you give well, me any you know, more information? Well, salt is, it sort of goes on everything, doesn't it, a little bit? Uh-huh. A little bit of salt makes everything taste better. <laughs> oh. And, um, you know, you can't have chips without salt. You can't have scrambled eggs without a bit of salt. Yeah. Just, just a little. You don't want to pour it on because that mm. just ruins it. Mm-hmm. But everything, you know, seasoning of vegetables before they go in the oven, a little bit of salt in the potatoes. So a little bit of Geelong that. Football Club makes everything better. Absolutely. Oh. A little bit of Geelong Football Club makes everything better. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note, let's get to yesterday's game. So yeah. Geelong versus Collingwood at the MCG, mm. a win. And and uh, so win 78-72, so pretty close. Oh. But can you just explain to me, Mum, uh, why is this such an exciting game? Catherine, it was the one of the most exciting games I have never watched. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you say? I couldn't watch it. I, it started off, for a start, the ground is absolutely packed. There's 90-something thousand people at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, the MCG. It's a huge stadium and... I would say 50,000 of them were rampaging Collingwood supporters and the other 40-odd thousand were Geelong supporters. It was mad, absolutely crazy. So there was a big atmosphere. Um, It started off at Geelong in the first quarter, but terrible. I mean, they were slow, they were fumbling. It was perhaps a little bit damp, you know. It had rained yesterday morning a little well it had showered and I would say it was rain and so the, the ground was probably a little bit wet it is Collingwood's home ground mm-hmm. I have to say mm-hmm. so they, they're very experienced at playing at this ground Geelong does, doesn't mind playing there either we do okay but it was um, a big game a lot of hype and uh, Geelong were terrible in the first quarter you know they couldn't catch they couldn't catch the ball they couldn't kick the ball they couldn't do anything properly and by the end of the first quarter we were seven points down I think it was a very low scoring game I think it, the first quarter was only three goals to something to one goal something so that's how low the score was um, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, and I'm starting to get a little bit anxious. And you know what I'm like when I get a little bit anxious, oh, Catherine. I've never seen know. it, Mum. I couldn't even mm. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Your 
father's sitting there. He's he's sitting at watching the game with me, and I'm starting to growl about everything. You know, oh no, oh come on, Geelong, come on, Geelong, catch the ball, kick it properly. Why are they so free? Why are there so many loose men on the ground? You know, I do know. So um, I go on and on, uh-huh. and then um, I thought, right, second quarter, I've got to improve. Well, the second quarter didn't start off that much better. So I was really getting a little bit aggravated mm-hmm. and I took myself outside for a bit of a walk and I calmed down. Oh, um, and then uh, your father said to me, I think perhaps you should go for a walk at halftime. <laughs> yeah. That's an excellent idea. So we get to halftime. Geelong had started to pick up the pace a little by this stage. We were only one point down, I think, at the end of halftime. Mm. One point. It's still only about four goals each. I mean, it was a very low very scoring low game. Scoring. The, guy, the ball is just going from one end to the other end with you know, the t- the game was absolutely frenetic. Um, I'm glad that I'm not one of those players because they will be very sore today. The the um, the, the bumps and the lumps and the, the crashing and whatever was just incredible. And then the third quarter, um, we picked up. We started playing okay again. Uh, and then by the end of the third quarter, we were still down by seven points. Well, I couldn't even watch it at this stage, Catherine. <laughs> I was out in the backyard for the, the whole of the last quarter. The only thing I could hear was your, da- your dad saying, no, no, no. Well, who was he going oh, for? And he's going, yes, yes, yes. And, and then, of course, around the neighbourhood, all of the football fans who were watching, I'm hearing screams from <laughs> all the different people around cool. the neighbourhood. So I'm running in every now and again. I would run inside. I'd open the door and I'd look, check the score, and I'd say, oh, oh that's better. And then I'd go outside. Mum, you started FaceTiming me. Hold on. You've gotten overexcited. I'm just going to decline that. I don't know how that happened. No. <laughs> I was not FaceTime. You might have FaceTimed me. Uh, thank you for blaming me. It was not me. You've gotten very excited. I can tell. You're pressing buttons. I don't know how it happened because I wasn't doing – I didn't – I haven't touched anything. All right, well, we'll blame the It might be my glasses that did it. Yeah. Anyway, Catherine, in the end, the last four minutes, Geelong, the, the, the scores are level, 72 points each. The scores are level. The um, oh no, at four minutes to the end of the game, the scores are where I think we're five points down at the stage, and the ball comes into the Geelong 50 metre area, and Gary Rowan takes this most amazing mark above the pack, and puts through this big goal, 50 metres. Oh, that is exciting. It was very exciting. So now we're only, I think we were one point up and then Collingwood kicked a point and then we're, we're even and we think, oh, no, what's going to happen? We get to two-minute mark just before the end of the game and the ball start, is flying around. No one's got much control over it. It's really quite, you know, frenetic, as I said. Mm. And then the ball is marked by Cam Guthrie who hand passes it to uh, Mitch Duncan, who got caught in a, a pack, who hand passed it back to Cam Guthrie, who kicked the ball into the forward area and 
the wonderful Jeremy Cameron didn't mark the ball, but he caught with the ball and then kicked it into the goal area. And who is running towards goal? Who? Gary Rowan again. And he Aww. just completely lost his balance. He's falling, he's hand passing it to Max Holmes, who is running down as fast as he can down the centre of the ground and kicks a magnificent goal. And we are now six points ahead with a minute and 12 seconds on the clock. Oh, it was so exciting. Incredible. But I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like you know a lot about it, so you've obviously watched it. I'm outside. So, so today, <laughs> mm. I did get growled at, but today I found a, um, a, a replay and I've watched the whole game okay. today. So I do know it quite, and I've watched a few um, exciting parts about yeah. three or four times. Well, when I texted you this morning to say, um, what about a 4pm recording time? And you said that will give me time to watch the game. That gave me a good sense of where you are at with things. Catherine, I just couldn't watch it. It was just, oh, look, my anxiety levels were through the roof. And I thought, no, I am not. I can't do this. I can't. For a start, I couldn't sit down. I organised dinner. I had walked around doing this, doing that, and I just could not sit down and watch it. It was just far too um, nerve-wracking. I'm and, getting nervous um, just hearing about it. I, I think I'm better actually going to the game than yeah. I am watching it on television. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think for a start I find the commentary um, yes. just too much. You know, yes. there's constant – they sound like they're, they're – um, um, you know, they're all cheering as they're talking about it. And there's a lot of barracking for Collingwood that goes on too. Really? And the Collingwood supporters would probably dispute that. But I do think that there's a very large um, Collingwood cheer squad out. And, and so I'm trying to deal with, you know, watching what's happening and listening to all of these voices. It just does my head in yes. completely. So we had to turn it down. Great. And even that didn't really work very well. <laughs> well, now, this could be a good time to ask um, uh, some questions from the crowd from um, Kevin Kelly in Highton, oh, no. who has sent in some, some of which I think you've touched on. So I might, I might just, he's sent in a few. I'll choose this one. Um, so Kevin Kelly from Highton, who uh, you live with, um, have done for many years, he says, at what stage did you concede that a certain player probably knows more than I do? And do you remember who it was? A certain player knew more than he did, that Kevin. No, I think he's I think he's saying this is what you said, that they probably know more than I do. Oh, 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 yes, I did say that at one stage. <laughs> who do, who was it about? Who it was. Okay. Well, we'll have to. But I think I did say that. I think I said, well, something about, oh, well, I guess you probably know more about that than I do. <laughs> okay. But well, I can't remember who it was. You well, know, it might have been a, a past player who maybe had something. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like remember. you were very opinionated, but also stressed. <laughs> very um, stressed. Okay, well, here's you know, another. Yes. It is ridiculous. You know, if you want to think about this really logically, uh -huh. why? It's a game, uh -huh. you know. Why and was I? Why do I get so yeah. stressed about it? You no, tell really? me, Mum. You tell me. <laughs> I've got no idea. I think I've got. I think I've, I'm, I'm my father's daughter because mm. my father couldn't 
watch yeah. or listen to a game, he would just be beside himself. Well, it's very interesting, yeah. I think. It's quite nice. You're invested, and I think that that is very <laughs> lovely. It's nice to have something bigger than yourself to be invested in. But, you know, Jared's the same, and he watches television, and he is very invested, and, you know, you can see him reacting to everything, and I just sit there quietly interested, and I, I think, wouldn't it be nice to be that invested in something? <laughs> You know, and that's interesting because Jared is such a quiet person. Yeah, well, (laughs) maybe he just behaves around you. Maybe he just behaves himself around me. Yeah, Yeah. maybe that's smart. Smart, actually. (laughs) Good thinking, Jared. (laughs) Speaking of Jared, um, our resident Collingwood supporter who went went to the pub yesterday um, by himself and uh, jumped around, made quite a few friends, I, I hear. And um, he has prepared a statement. Um, oh no, poor for... Jared! I really did feel sorry for him. Look, he did try look a bit so sad. Not to sound gloaty. Yeah, he. Well, that's very kind. He said um, that he he felt that they were robbed actually, um, and that the better team lost. Um, but here, I'll play you his brief statement at this right, time. Brief statement from Jared. Yeah. Uh, At this time, I'd like to make a brief statement uh, on the game yesterday between Collingwood and Geelong. Look, it was probably the best game of football I've ever seen. However, the result was underwhelming. And if I was to make any sort of critical analysis of anything, it would be the umpiring. Uh, As a Collingwood supporter, it is my duty to complain about umpiring. Um, but I think any football supporter would be uh, somewhat disappointed with the, the lack of um, consistency in regards to the decisions made. Um, as a result, I will be spending this day in a negative mood about the game and about life in general. Um, but, you know, as of tomorrow, life will go on. Collingwood will rise again. And we will eat some pies as one. Thank you. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Poor Jared. You know what? I I was complaining about the umpires, and I was saying in the first couple of quarters that I thought that Collingwood was getting a fairly good go from the umpires. There was a lot of, you know, was it holding the ball? Did he not hit him in the back? Did he, you know? And I said, Dad, now... Geelong should have got a free kick then. And, of course, two seconds later, the same thing happened in reverse and Collingwood did get the free kick. And I said, see, I told you that. (laughs) So maybe that's something that Collingwood and Geelong have in common that you could bond over um, is a a shared dislike of the umpiring. Well, I thought the umpiring was quite good, really. I don't really think they they decided the game. No. you know, who'd be an umpire? Not me. Mm. And uh, let's face it, the, the, the rules of, of um, AFL are pretty. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, discretion left with the umpires to make decisions. And, and there were a few um, iffy decisions that went both ways, yeah. I have to admit, okay. I have to say. But at the same time, I don't think they made a difference. And I... I don't think that that was the difference between <laughs> the winning and losing. I think that ultimately what it came down to was that at the last score, at the last, um, 
when the bell went at the end to finish the game, Geelong happened to be in front at that point in time. (laughs) (laughs) You could say that that is how all games get won, but yes. Well, I mean, it could have gone either way. It was so tight. It was just it was just goal for goal from about the end of the first quarter onwards. It was just goal for goal. And um, really, there was nothing between the two, two teams on the day. Now, so, I'm going to ask you another question um, from John O'Keefe. So poor Jared. He's going to have to oh. um, play next weekend, and mm-hmm. I think that they will be okay. I just don't want to meet them again in the grand final. No. How many games to go until the grand final? Three. Three. So was... Well, this next weekend is the semi-finals. Yes. And um, Melbourne will be playing Brisbane. Yeah. And Collingwood will be playing Fremantle. Right. And the winner of those two games, I think uh, Geelong will be playing the winner of the Brisbane-Melbourne game. Right. And Sydney will be playing the winner of the Collingwood Fremantle game. Right. And then the week after, yes, that's that's in two weeks' time. And then um, the last two teams left by the end of the preliminary final, which is in two weeks, will play the grand final. It must be the 29th of September. And so, uh, let me just check on my diary. So, who when does Geelong be, have to be beat? The twenty fourth of September. So, uh, who does yes. Geelong have to beat to get into the grand final? Geelong will have to beat either Brisbane. Oh well, yes, Geelong will have to beat either Melbourne or Brisbane. Okay. Okay. Now, um, and we've beaten both those teams this year. Oh, that's good to know. Mm. Okay. It sounds like you're looking something up. <laughs> Am I, no, I was looking up my diary to see when the grand final was. It's the 24th of September. Okay. Um, now, here's another question from Jono Chi in uh, Glenroy. Jono yeah. asks, um, are the Collingwood players cutting each other's hair to save money, do you think? Oh, some of them were terrible, weren't they? <laughs> Can you describe it was a combination of a mullet and um, this awful thing of shaving up the side of the head. I mm. don't understand the um, the look. So like Personally, a mohawk it's mullet. not my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, don't get it. But it obviously uh, appeals to a certain person. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't know how they could possibly be in want of a... Um, you know, needing to get a cheap haircut because most of them are getting paid fairly well. (laughs) (laughs) Probably got paid more than I ever got. (laughs) I'm sure Um, they do. (laughs) Were uh, were you a a teacher, I believe? So probably. I'd say probably they got more than you. (laughs) Footballers get paid a far more highly thought of than anybody who works in education. Funny about that. I'd say so. Um... (laughs) Okay, well, is there anything else you'd like to have that we've missed about yesterday's game? Oh, look, uh, Catherine, oh, gee, I was just wanting it to be over. Yeah. By the end of it, I just thought, oh, I can't bear this strain yeah. of not knowing. And, um, look, it was it was a very, very, very uh, intense game. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. 
the, um, the there were some Geelong players which I will talk about. Jeremy Cameron, I have mentioned, yes. he is just an amazing athlete, and he kicked. I think he kicked three goals in the end. He was brilliant, and one from the boundary line, which was just fantastic. So he he played played a really good game. The other one who played really well down in the forward area was Gary Rowan. Now Gary Rowan has played probably in the last three years of finals and has done has been under a lot of pressure because he has not played well in any of the finals. He has like had a lot of injury, etc. Um, but he is a bit like a steam train. When he goes starts to run, he just sort of takes off and off he goes. But um, he played really well yesterday. So he has all his detractors have now got to um, bite their tongues because he he was an enormous put in enormous effort. Um, Joel Selwood, another fantastic game from the captain. Uh, look, he must be 31 years of age now, and he's still looking like he did when he first started playing in 2007. What an amazing athlete he is. And um, Patrick Dangerfield did very well. Um, he, he was a good contributor. Look, there was contributors all over the ground. The defence, Tom Stewart, uh, Zach Guthrie had an enormous game for a young player and he did very well, as did Sam DeConnick and Tom Atkins. Look, I could just go on. It sounds like played. the whole team, yeah. yeah the whole team <laughs> okay. contributed in one way or another. So oh, great. Shout really out exciting. to the Cats. You've, yeah. you've won Susan's uh, respect yeah. this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's, um, if we're, if we're, we can always come back if you think of something else, but let's yep. move into um, our newest segment, um, Susan in the Community. Have you seen any football players this week? Have I seen anyone? Have I told you about anyone that I've seen lately, Catherine? Um, I, you told me about the coach. We talked yes. about that in the last episode. Yes. No? I don't think so. I'm... I'm thinking I have, but I can't remember. Okay. Well, any 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 letters um, that you've uh, sent to the Geelong Football Club recently? I know that you have. So, um, Dad has told me this morning that you have already sent a letter about yesterday's oh, game. That wasn't about that. That was about the um, the reason I sent them a letter this morning. <laughs> yes. Yesterday, we received an email during the week about the game. And what was happening, you know, as far as the when the game started, where it was, you know, as a member, we get emails with all that in sorts of information. Yeah. And in one part of it, it said the broadcasting of the uh, game, and it said it was going to be broadcast on Foxtel and or, or and Ko, which is a sporting streaming yes. uh, service that you have to pay for, yes. similar to Foxtel. And we don't have either of those. We um, we have just the free-to-air t- TV plus Netflix and stuff like that, but we don't have any sporting ones. So I was able to um, use Megan's password because Bridget's not around. So Megan, there's two devices that can be used on her. Um, she has KO subscription, so uh-huh. I thought, right, I'll use the KO subscription mm-hmm. and we'll be able to watch it. And then I find out, and I spoke to my sister and said, oh, look, it's, I can't believe that Geelong's not being um, televised on TV on 
Saturday night. It's it's the game of the round. You know, what's going on? Why aren't they? I thought maybe it was interrupting the news, you know, because some of the commercial TVs, Mm -hmm. they don't like having anything interrupting news time. Um, So, and we were kind of a bit surprised about that. But so anyway, I got up early yesterday morning and made sure that I got KO working, got the password organised. And that's no small feat. That's a day's worth of work. I know. I was I was exhausted before the day even started. <laughs> and then after the game had finished and I'm seeing some highlights, I saw up in this corner it's got this big seven free free and live. And I'm going, What? Channel seven? Free and live? Unbelievable. What? And I thought, those blighters out. They have misled me. <laughs> so <laughs> I was so incensed. Obviously. An email to the football club uh-huh. with their um, flyer that they had sent me, you know, yeah. with their information. Yeah. And I said, what is this? You've told me that it only broadcast on KO and Foxtel and I could have watched it on Free to Air Channel 7. And they were What's like, oh, it's Susan again. She's emailed us again. Too. Who is this woman? <laughs> You should send them the link to your the podcast. They should, you of course, should. I never do check the TV yeah. guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, this morning I had a laugh about it, I must admit. I thought okay. to myself, oh, for goodness sake. So but, yesterday um, you sent a letter and today you were at peace. Yes. Okay. I just decided it really wasn't that important. Okay. And I won't believe anything I read on an email in future. Okay, Good. <laughs> Well, it's good to know that you may you sent off a rash email. Um, oh, I'll get a reply at some stage, but they'll probably go, what? Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, I almost sent an email this week in a state, but then decided, yeah, like you, yeah. the next day that I actually didn't care. That Sometimes much. it's better to sleep on it overnight <laughs> yeah. before you do. Yeah. I, I'm starting to realise it's only taken me nearly 70 years, but I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've just given away. Uh, Almost. Yeah. Um, Now, okay. Well, family footy tipping. um, There's been a a few changes actually since our last episode. So Bridget's obviously obviously still on top. Um, Dad is number two, but Megan has surpassed you. No, she slipped into third place. Yes, she has. Um, So (sighs) now you're fourth out of six. I know, we finished fourth out of six because they, I mean, they do have a, a tipping for the finals, but it's separate to the home and away season. So oh. Bridget won foot, family footy tipping. And, oh, are we um, done? Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Oh. They don't count the, the finals as part of, that's oh. a separate one altogether. So I've lost and officially I, for a, a second year. Yeah. Okay. For the second year, you've come last, Catherine. <laughs> I was going to ask you how you thought I could get off the bottom, but I've already finished. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> oh, well. That's Never cool. mind. Never mind. <laughs> you know, the one thing I do know about sport is always the next time. There's always, There's next, always time. the next time. There's a lot of things in life you can't say that about, but <laughs> sport is one thing you can say that about. <laughs> All right. Well, look. I've tried the same – I think I've tried the same tactic of choosing my favourite colours for the last two years. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try something new next year. Who I knows? think you may need to rethink that strategy. <laughs> but, you know, I will say I've been surprised um, at how close I've been to the second last. 
um, which is Jared, <laughs> given that he knows a lot about football and cares about it, I feel like I'm actually not doing too badly. Um, but I will say, oh, I've forgotten. What were you going to say? I was going to say, Dad won the footy competition when one of his first couple of years that he was living in this country. And I have a feeling that it really doesn't matter what yeah. you know and what you don't. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But I feel like... He the... laughed about that for a long time. As <laughs> I win the footy competition, I don't know anything about it. Well, obviously you don't yeah. need to. <laughs> well, I, I felt like I didn't do that badly and every week... Once I'd submitted my footy tips, I got an email from the tipping website after it that said, great tipping this week. And I thought, well, obviously not that great because I'm coming last. So I, I felt like it was giving me a lot of encouragement. you into a sense of achievement <laughs> so that you'll keep doing it, Catherine. And you know what? It, it helped. It helped and it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but I do think my standards for competition are quite low because, you know, I've been to trivia nights and things like that before where... Yeah. I get six out of ten or something like that, and I always think, oh, I did pretty good. And, other, so and then other people get eight out of ten, and they're like, oh, I did so badly. And I think, <laughs> I'm not uh, there. And, you well, know. I think that you had a good attitude, Kevin. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mum. I, I wish I could say that I didn't uh, get competitive in any uh, aspect, but I, I do. Uh, I do get competitive, and yes. uh, it always feels a bit uncomfortable when it happens. Yes, yes. So and you choose the things that you get competitive about as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that um, we might go into Megan Kelly's question from oh, Eaglehawk. Yes. Um, is the lid off? Oh, definitely. Definitely oh. the lid is off. Okay. Um, I have great expectations now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've made, we've won the first... Um, qualifying final and even if we don't win the next game we've done better than we've done for a while and it's it's just been a, a fantastic year yeah Excellent. and I'll be disappointed if we don't get through to the grand final but um, as seeing as we finished on top and we, we won more games than anybody any other team in the competition we should get into the grand final but there's no such thing as should in sport Oh. It, it doesn't work like that. Yes, no. And every game is every game is a new game. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's what I'm hearing because I kept <clears throat> I keep wondering, you know, Collingwood and Geelong, neither of them are, are out. So no. part of me thinks no. what's well, the that's, deal. The reason for that, Catherine, is that in the AFL setup, the top four teams get two chances. Yeah. The, That's nice. the, the finals are, about, are between, between the top eight teams out of the 18 teams in the league. So the top eight teams go into the finals. Yep. The top four teams played each other. Mm-hmm. So we played Collingwood, who ended up fourth. Yep. Sydney and Melbourne were second and third. They played each other. Yep. So those two teams that lost, we play the winners of the next four teams. I'm having that feeling like year nine maths. Yeah, year nine maths. Well, yeah. all I'm saying then is that Collingwood gets another chance next okay. week. Yeah, yeah, Jared. But if they Jared don't win that. next week, they're out. Okay, and if Geelong lose? 
we're going. We, we've got to. Um, we don't play next week. Yeah. We've got to wait two weeks for the preliminary final. And then you, if you lose, you're out. And if we lose, we're out. Okay. Yeah. But that won't happen because no. the, the lid is off. The um, lid is off. Okay. Mm. Now, out of ten, how mm. likely is it that Geelong's going to win the premiership this year? Well, just Catherine, I have to be an eight. I have to be at an eight at okay. this stage. You were yeah. you were an eight last time, so you're sticking with eight. Well, look, you know, I, I don't know that I can go any higher than that because there are still four teams yeah. that are vying. Oh, six teams that are vying now for the premiership. Yeah. So you know, I've got to give the the fact that they're all good teams, all good teams. Okay. So um, I think we have to say that. Any one of those six could win on the day. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So I'll stay with an eight. You're in, okay, staying with an eight. So you've gone. You start. I will say, Mum, you started the season at a seven. <laughs> then you went down to a five, six, six and a half, seven, and now you've come back. Yeah. Higher than before, and an eight. Well, I, look, I think that uh, we. I have to be at least an eight because. We're going straight into the preliminary final. I mean, you know, yeah. that's pretty good. Did this game and, have, a, have um, a name? The did the, What's the name of the game you just played? Is it a final? That was called a qualifying final. Okay, that's good because now I know what to call the name of the podcast. Qualifying, qualifying final, final between Geelong and Collingwood. Yeah, I've got that bit. I'm all good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, is there anything else you wanted to mention about anything? Uh, look, no. Um, uh, we don't have any real injuries to be too worried about. Mm-hmm. I think at the moment the biggest problem our the selection people at Geelong have is who will play because they've got pretty much a full team to choose from. Not a lot of injuries at the moment. Well, so that good. is that's just amazing. Not less we have a, a, an outbreak of COVID that goes through the team. Now, that would be devastating because last year at the... Um, preliminary final we did have a sickness on the day and there apparently a virus of some kind it wasn't COVID I don't think but the team had had gastro or and they were sick as a dog and they got absolutely thumped by Melbourne last year so we don't want anything like that to happen again this year um what's for dinner fish having a nice white fish and I have uh uh, I have been crumbing white, dip it in egg, and then put it in these uh, panko egg uh, breadcrumbs. Oh yeah, and then cook it in the oven. Beautiful, Yum. beautiful, lovely, nice. And um, we have fish a couple of times a week. I really like fish, okay. so that's what we're having tonight. Yeah. And what about you? Um, obviously it hasn't been discussed, right? Um, but. We've got quite a lot of leftovers. So we've got some right. um, leftover falafel um, that we had last night. So mm-hmm. maybe that. We've got some leftover Mexican chicken so mm-hmm. and some leftover pizza. So it might be like a pizza, falafel and night. taco night. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty good. Yeah. And listen, poor Jared, is he able to eat? Is he still eating? Um, after his loss. Yes. Um, look, he was a bit sad last night. I'm not going to lie. He, I think I sent you a picture. Of, you did send me a photo of how he was. Yeah, yes. Um, which is quite unusual, I will yep. say. Um, but 
uh, I think it was probably exhausted from all the jumping around. And yes, he's now yes. eating. So yes. he's back yes. on track. He's on, so yeah, I think he's he okay. will bounce back. I, I have to tell you, I would. I took your grandpa to the doctors on Friday. Had to go to the to the hospital to yeah. have a checkup. Uh-huh. And this nice young doctor, um, he said to me um, uh, when when we were leaving, and he said, "Oh, you're from Geelong, are you?" I said, "Yes, that's right." And he said, "Oh, you, do you barrack for Geelong Football Club?" And I said, "Oh, yes, I'm a big fan." And he said, "Oh, I'm very sad today. I'm very sad." He said, "I'm a bit miserable." And I said, what, do you barrack for Richmond, do you? And he said, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had lost the night before. They had been soundly beaten. Oh, no, no, not really. They, they just lost. And um, he was not happy. He was a ha- not a happy camper. He was just a young guy. And I thought, oh, dear, it hits everybody, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure does. And, look, I thought you were going to say the doctor was a Collingwood supporter. And I was oh, going to say, no, even Collingwood be- supporters are doctors. Or even doctors that, no way. No, even but doctors no. can be Collingwood supporters. But no, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> totally incomprehensible to me. But, but no. Um, <laughs> look, I'll pass on your best wishes to Jared. Yes, and, um, yes, yeah. yes. But uh, I was quite happy with the results. So, so. I think that he, um, Collingwood is playing Fremantle next weekend and I think Collingwood, I have... I think Collingwood will beat Fremantle. So I think they'll be in the qualifying, I mean, in the preliminary final the following week. But I'm hoping that they're going further than that. I don't want to play Collingwood in the grand final again. Okay. Well, I think that would put everyone in an awkward position. (laughs) I think it does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to... Maybe yes. go and do some exercise. Before yes, all right, you do that. I've had my walk okay. for the day. I'm going to go and um, probably make another cup of tea. Okay. okay. Bye, Bye fans. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for the, all your questions. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, if you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you probably got a way to contact me. Uh, so please feel free. Bye.